This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number three. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jace. All right, let's head down Corpus Christi Way. Let's check in with our good friend, Captain Cliff Webb, see what he's up to this morning. Cliff, good morning. How are you, man? Morning, Mickey. Morning, man. Well, at least the wind's down a little bit here this morning. Yeah, here too. How about that? Yeah, it's nice. Fourth of July Lyers are going to hit it right, I hope. <laughs> You believe it's already here? Man. I know. They've been paying the price lately. They're due for a calm weekend. They can get their licks. Yeah, in, they you know? are, man. It's just crazy. Well, I was looking at this record of in June of the heat. I fished I fished every one of those hot days, that 120 index stuff. <laughs> I fished all that. And now I'm taking a week off. It's nice. That <laughs> figures, but I fished well, all I bet that you look like stuff. a big old baked potato. God almighty. I've been covering up, though, you know, with all my – I issues. know, but this sun, it just, man, it's just brutal on us old guys, man. Yeah, but uh, it is what it is. I had some, the younger guys kind of fall out before I did, you know, so it, it kind of felt good. But <laughs> I had a pretty good week. I had a better week on big fish than I did last week, Mickey. I caught some pretty good fish this week. Well, we've uh, got a full moon coming, it's a reason. Yep, that's exactly what it was, and the big fish are feeding. That's uh, it, full moon, big so, fish, baby. Yeah, it's always how that works out, doesn't it? It is, but, it's, uh, it's true. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's the way it is. Monday, I had a, a couple of guys that fished me a lot. In, in the last three or four trips, they just hit it just perfect, Mickey. They hit the springtime in May. We caught just bunches of big fish. Some of those videos I showed you and stuff are those guys fishing it. So I told those guys, I said, look, man, Monday, we got a straight south wind, probably 30 miles an hour southwest wind. It's not going to be like you had the last trip, guys. I said, you know, we're going to have to suck it up, and we're going to earn our fish today because it's, it's not the same conditions. Right. Super low tide, so I'm just I'm comparing you know I'm preparing them for this day. Sure. And uh, 
we get out and the tide is so low, it's just unbelievable low. I mean, there's rocks sticking up I never see. Mm-hmm. I'm on a shoreline, and I'm looking mm-hmm. at this pole on the shoreline. Yeah. And you know how you can look at the barnacles on and look at it and go, man, I, I, don't, I haven't seen those barnacles. That's down at least two and a half foot. <laughs> and I, I can't even get my boat. I can't even get the boat up on the shoreline. There's so many rocks, and I can't get through them. So I back way off on these rocks, you know, and these guys, want just they got to wade this. I said, man, this is going to be a tough wade in here. It's really, really tight. And uh, they pile out, and they, they walk around those rocks and almost fall down a few times. But they actually catch a couple, maybe four or five really solid fish, four to six pounders. I mean, nice fish. Yeah. You know, and every, everything, yeah, everything was coming on the, the purple demon and that Laguna shrimp, man. There for a while, we were slow rolling that Laguna shrimp, and they were just whacking on top of those rocks. If you could see a sand pocket around the rocks, you could throw the little John and just sit on the bottom and flip it a couple times, they'd eat it. But the right. thing was trying to get these fish out of these shallow rocks. So there's so many rocks, all they got to do is swim 30 feet, and it's game over. So it was like hook them and just try to. <laughs> horse them up and these fish were jumping in their face or bringing them in so fast it was fun to watch of course they're not keeping anything letting them go and then so i said hey man this is pretty dangerous y'all gotta knock around let's move over this grass line so i move out way out on a point that you normally could never wade i mean it's shallow it's, it's about armpit deep and i said there's gonna be some big fish on this point mickey we pulled on that point and there was a lot of three to four pounders in that point and we look up in a pot of at least 30 25 to 30 dolphin are coming right at my guys I'm going, this is amazing. They're coming right at them, Mickey. And oh. so I'm power pulled down about 50 yards away on the backside so the boats won't run over them. And so I, I power pull up a little close to them. All of a sudden, one of my guys gets knocked off his seat. They, they were eating every one of the fish they threw away, and they came so close to so many of them. They are swirling around, and one of my guys got knocked off his seat, so I picked him up. <laughs> That's crazy. You know? I always wondered what it would be like to be uh, kicked by a, perp- a porpoise, you know, a dolphin I, I tail. Think the tail. I think the swirl of the tail got him because – they tried to swim between him, and they they kind of you know pumped it real fast between him, and I think the swirl kind of knocked him off his feet. It didn't hurt him or anything, wow. but you know it scared us. But we were watching the croaker guys, and uh, they were feeding all the the porpoises these trout. So they they get their limit, <laughs> then they let the, the the tourists feed them the trout, and they were throwing these trout up in the hotel and grabbing. Everybody's laughing. I said, Man, you guys are killing hundreds of trout, but all the guys now that they're sitting out, the porpoises figure this out. The dolphins. So as soon as they sit there more than ten minutes, every fish they let go is being eaten. And so now the guys are trying to pick up real quick and get their fish and move away from them because these, these, these things are so smart, they figured it out. You know, they figured right. out that's an easy meal. So if you're sitting there, you know, soaking bait and stuff, they're going to get your, your leftovers and lures too. If you're waiting along throwing plastics and you're hurting these little fish and it sends off a, a, a signal that they're hurt and you let them go, they're going to get them. So sure. the best thing to do when they get around you like that is get back in the boat and move a couple miles away from them because you're killing more fish than you think you are. Man. Yeah, so. It's funny how that nature don't feed nature the bears. figured that out, didn't it? Yeah, don't feed the bears. Exactly right, brother. Wow, it's been good, man. Really funny, funny week this week. Oh, body. But the best, the best. I had I had a couple of really good fishermen. You know, had to had one guy by himself. He comes down and uh, you know he says, "Hey, man, I want to learn how to some technique with you. I'm gonna fish you by yourself." You know, he's a young guy. He's 25 years old, Luke, and he's I, you know he wanted me to tune him up. I tell you what. He reminded me of Hudson Moon. This guy don't need much tuning up. He is so talented for 25. I got him out on Lil John's. I'm watching him. He's got the most perfect double jump, pause, double jump, pause. I mean, he just, I'm so, man, he, I don't know if I can really help you on, on plastics, but yeah, no I got joke. him out by himself, and I'm watching him, man. He's just smoking him on plastic. I mean, good fish, solid. Nothing real big. He threw it some real big ones, but he got snobbed on them. But he doesn't fish jerk baits or top water, so eventually we're going to get him back and, and work on that, but 
they were not hitting nothing that day with plastics. <laughs> it just figures the one thing he's good at, that's what they wanted. So, you know, when, when you're on fish like that, you just don't switch off much. They just they weren't hitting double Ds that day. They weren't hitting top water. They were hitting that purple little John. It was weird. But, uh, our, you know, and you were talking about everything purple, and it's, it's funny here because everything's on the plastics is about purple right now. It's, a, it's weird how they go through these phases on colors. It is. It, uh, yeah. But purple's pretty much a year-round color. Yeah. I mean, there's, oh, there's – there are certain times of year that it doesn't work quite as well as, you know, like the, as Plog called it, opaque baits yeah, <laughs> or, or incandescent baits, you know, with a glitter and clear in them. But, uh, no, it's yeah. tried and true year-round. That's that's a hard one to beat, buddy. Mm-hmm. But I think that the trip that was really a heartbreaker was Wednesday. So I get this call Wednesday, and this guy, that, he's 80-something years old. He fished back with all the old-timers. He fished with the Mike Blackwood, the guy that caught the state record. He was his best friend. They fished together. And he, he fished with Smiley Davis, all the old people I used to fish with. He fished with, and he's had some health issues. He's been in the hospital for a while, and he's in the 80s. He says, hey, man, I want one more trip down Laguna Mondri, and I want to go with you. He called, he called me Webb. He goes, I want to go with you, Webb. He says, I got two of my, my uh, friends from uh, Kerrville. They don't, they've never fished before, never. And I said, well, bring it on, Bubba. So I got me a, an 80-something-year-old and two guys that don't fish. And, you know, we're, and actually Wednesday the wind wasn't bad. And so they want to catch tailing redfish because the last thing that he did, he caught tailing redfish. So he shows up the dock. He's got a cane. I can barely get him in out of the boat. So I said, Bubba, we're not going to chase tailing redfish weight. And I said, I'm not going to get you out of the boat. No, you and I are going to sit like in the boat. That. You and I are going to sit in the boat, and we're going to let these young bucks out and see how they do on the redfish. And Mickey, they've got less than 20 feet of line on that rod. they got some bait casters. And you can see the spool. And I says, how come you don't have any line? He says, well, our bass pond's not that big. <laughs> so, <laughs> so didn't need to yeah, if I put too much back. line on my reel, I'll throw <laughs> all the way across it. <laughs> you know, that was the truth, Bubba. They had about 20 yards of line on. I mean, you oh, can see the come spool. come on. I swear, man. And of course, I, didn't, I dug around the boat. I had no extra line. I didn't bring much, you know. And, and the line they brought was rotten, but. Anyway, so I backed that spool off, and we were throwing the knot about 20 yards. I got them back in the boat. They didn't do good weight. And, you know, we, me and, the, and, and Clark caught about 15 fish out of the boat, and they weren't catching nothing. They were throwing at mullet, and they just, they, just didn't get, they just didn't have it down. So I picked those guys up, and we all put on double Ds. And every fish would puke up a pogey out of their mouth, and we caught them. Mickey, we caught 60 or 70 fish on those double Ds. It was, and those guys had no idea what they were doing. They throw them out about 15 feet and they hit the water and crank them about two times. I hear a slurp. I said, oh, my God, this is good. And they, were, they were real quiet in the boat. They didn't make a lot of noise. So we were able to catch those fish 10 or 15 feet away from the boat. We're nine foot of water. You know, and these, these fish are coming up on these humps. And uh, make a long story short, I, I, he's got one, one of the guys in those got one down deep. And so I just threw the double D out and I stuck the rod on my arm, Mickey. And I got a pair of pliers. I reached over, take that fish out. And this is when that lead head popped out of his mouth. I turned that fish loose. And I reached down the water, washed my hand. I hear a big slurp out there where I threw. And that double deed come to the top. It was sitting on top. And the fish ate it. I crank up. It's a 28 inch trout. <laughs> Good <laughs> Lord. Dead sticking with dead double D's, baby. <laughs> it was just the waves were just moving it, you know. And there's that new one called the Ghost that Jay made. It's that new prototype. Right. And I really, you know, I had a I guy text up. me the other day saying, I always hear you and Cliff talk about double Ds. And, man, I, I've really been in the fish, and I can't get a bite on them. 
And it's the uh, way you're working, Bubba. Man. And I said, well, uh, what size of fish have you been in? Well, they're mostly uh, throwbacks. I said, well, you don't want to throw a double D in that. Those are for no, bigger sir. fish. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's funny you said that because the double D will hurt a lot of those smaller fish. They, it will. They're so vicious on them, and they, they get the back hooking them. So, you know, when you get those little fish, take that, those double treble hook stuff off, you know, because you're hurting too many fish. Exactly. You know, they, they will hurt the fish, so but they are a big fish bait. And Jay said he caught more big fish in Mansfield on double D's last year than he did corkies. I believe that's it. Something? That's, that's a something, good bait, it? man. We just don't throw yeah. them enough. Well, I don't have much to throw them at. Yeah, but uh, oh, yeah, you will. It's coming, monkey. Yeah, yeah. but uh, now when I come down that way, my wading box has uh, got uh, three or four of my favorite colors of them in there, always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're smoking hot, man. It's just a it's just a maintenance free bait. But man, we've got so many fishing tournaments going on right now on the weekend. It's just a body every day. Oh, I was These sitting the other day. Don't have a chance, I had, do they? I had three boats burn by me over eighty miles an hour. Had one. They're all free racing. I'm on a shoreline. One's on inside of me doing seventy five eighty. And I got two outside of me. They just smoke by. Just shut us down. All because they want to see how everybody's boat can run fast. You know, it's just like. All these guys, they don't run to the fishing spot. They got to run wide open and show everybody how fast their boat is. And it's just a zoo out here, man. We oh, got and stuff. trim it up and get that rooster tail going. Yeah, oh, you got to look good, man. Going, you know, but it's just nuts, man. It's, 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 it's summertime. I'm so glad I'm taking off a little while and, you know, doing a little fish. I'm going to fish the surf today. I'm going to go out and meet a couple of my friends in the surf and do a little surf fishing. I can't wait till that gets right. I'm, I'm going to take a road trip. I'm coming. You need get to. Get me a motel so. room and just sit on live on the beach for three days <laughs> there's a lot of people doing it <laughs> we got a lot of people living on the beach right yeah. now you might, can join them mickey might have a crowd there well, yeah let me knock this break out cliff i'll come right. right back at you hang on buddy well i need to take a moment tell everybody about the belleville meat market located right in downtown belleville just look for the big white sign their processing facility and meat market are right next door to one another and this week they're double featuring their green onion pecan smoked sausage and three cheeses pecan smoked sausage try it before you buy it free samples are always available and now now they're serving their homemade hot dogs and pulled pork in their barbecue section and their custom processing on pigs and calves they do that all year long right now order you a half calf or a hind quarter and you can have it processed any way you like and their wild game processing they're always making Vinny dogs and hog dogs. What that is is homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. Bring something home from your hunt the entire family can enjoy all year long. And the Belleville celebrating over 41 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 619 here in the Bayou City. All right. Cliff Webb, we are back, my friend. All right, man. Well, anybody coming down here, we're having a lot of issues with our causeway. And they, you know, it's backing up unbelievable. Yeah, I've so been seeing some of that on uh, social media right, complaints. It's nuts. Yeah, it's just pretty crazy, man, what they're doing here. <laughs> it's just hours to try to get off on and off the island here, you know. We got one bridge, and they want to do the maintenance in Fourth July. They shut one calls, one lane down, so I think they're going to open it back up and but, but oh, Lord. It, you know, there's so many people going to Port Aransas, that corner right there. It's just crazy how that backs up. And then when the light changes, so many people that's in the middle of the lane, you know, that's already pulled out, the other people can't go. So it shuts down everybody. <laughs> and so it, it backs up always. But it, it's going to be crazy out here today. Man, I'm going to get the beach early, but I'm going to hunker down and, and let them have it, you know. But uh, pretty crazy. But, you know, I was thinking about back at uh, – Clark, the guy that I took fishing, he's he fished with the old guys the other day, and he told me in the boat, you know, he's he's in a chair and he's he's on his last leg. You know, doctor gave him a couple of years to live, and he said my bucket's almost full, but one thing, my bucket wanted to fish with you, Cliff Webb. He said, you know, I've fished with all the old guys, Blackwood and all that. He says I've been waiting several years to fish with you, and he tells me this in a way I'm going, God Almighty, I'm choked up, you know. I said because yeah, you know of all the days he picks, I got a southwest wind at 30 miles an hour. I got two guys that don't fish with no line on the reel and I got a guy that has some health issues and I got to pull a rabbit out of the hat here. And, uh, you know, when it was all said and done, we did it. You know, we had a 70 fish day and he patted me on the back and said, you didn't let me down Webb." And it was just like, it was like a lump in the throat, man. It's like, it was his last time, you know, his last time probably he's going to get to go out to Laguna Madre and did what he did with his buddies and he did it with me. So that's what I get in my life. That's my trophies right there. You know, that's yeah, like the kids. You catch, they catch the big fish. But anyway, that's just, I'll get off my soapbox. That's, that's, that's my, that's my goal, right? That's, that's my goal cup right there. That's stuff like that. Cause yeah. we had a good day with that old guy. And he caught a couple four pounders. I mean, and the cool thing was he was in the middle of the boat, Mickey, and it had my center chair swivel. So he could sit in that chair and cast, had one boy in the back, one guy in the front and, my guy in the middle is smoking those young guys. He's loving it too. You know, he's the old timer <laughs> in the boat. And, and I got, you know, I put those lead, heavy lead heads on because the fish were in the sand. He's just slow rolling that Laguna shrimp. And he just, and when he set the hook, he'd almost knock the guy off the front. <laughs> you know, knock the guy off the front. Ever, ever <laughs> I love, he sat sideways, you know, and never looked to the side. So that guy in the front was ducking the rod all day long. And I was loving it, you know. <laughs> it was pretty cool. You know, I got back to dock and, he can barely move. It's so hot. I can just tell you about to fall out. So I told those guys, hey, look, man, get in that car, get the AC going, and pull up the dock. We're putting him in the car, you know. So that's what we yeah. did. But it was pretty good to end up my week with something like that, you know. So Yeah, you didn't want to finish <clears> him <throat> off that early, you know. No, I didn't want to finish him off that early. But, 
it's so cool to see an old guy that's done it for all his life in Laguna Madre, fish with all the old timers, and you get to end up fishing with me, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that you know, is. That's that's neat. Pretty cool. That's what you yeah. do it for, right there. Yes, sir. I have a lot of that. And he's talking about he's. It's so funny because he's good friends with Liam, and Liam is that little boy that I popped out of the boat with him. He told me that. You know, when I when we hire a guy, we expect to catch lots of fish. He's that little guy's body. <laughs> I remember the story about Liam, but he was the best little fisherman I ever had. He started fishing when he was seven years old with me, and now he's probably fourteen or fifteen. So he knew he knew Liam and their family. But that was another one. It's kind of like the trophies in our business. Mickey are, are teaching these young ones how to fish and spending a day with those and spending a day with the guys that's kind of on their their last leg and getting to see that so there is some rewards in this business it ain't money <laughs> for sure no if it was it was yeah. money we'd have been retired 10 years ago <laughs> it just we just return it to the boat that's all we do we just kind of cycle it you know anyway, it's just it's all good well all i good. guess it beats uh punching a clock and going into a plant to work all day behind behind a behind the fence where you're locked in can't leave till they tell you, you i understand I, I didn't have a chance without i'm too dumb for that so thank god you know my dad said he has to do something give him a rod so anyway <laughs> it all worked out it all worked out you know it was you know good man but hey man i got me those new uh shockwave seats in my boat mickey oh my god yeah how man. are those they, oh, uh, mickey you never they're, go they're back good Bubba. for the old body huh it's just it's just ridiculous. It's like riding in a car down the highway. I'm I'm going against a straight south wind. I got a four foot chop, and my guy's eighty something years old drinking a, a coffee without a cup without a without a top on it in my boat going against the wind. It was amazing how those things are. Just incredible. Yeah, how, how amazing is the price right? on those things? I, well, I, I lucky I traded for them. I've traded some fishing for them and some stuff for them, but they're expensive. But let me tell you what: when you get my age, it adds a little extra time when you're fishing, Mickey. It, I, I'm thinking about maybe fishing till 95 now, <laughs> so I got my shockwave. I was going to cut I, it off at 85. I hope I, I just got 10 more years left. <laughs> oh, come on, Mickey. We got 30. Easy. Come on, man. No way. I went to the shoulder doctor. I went to the shoulder doctor this week. See the shoulder doctor, and he, he did all this machines on my shoulders, shot all this cortisone on both my shoulders, told me I needed both my shoulders totally replaced. I said, well, forget about that. <laughs> I said, you know, let's see how this cortisone does, so. We'll see how that Man, works. And that downtime, I mean, that would kill you. That would just put you on know. the bench. You'd be a. I don't know. Dude. You wouldn't even be a utility player anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be a bench warmer for good. I mean, because the downtime oh, is just. Now, Man, it's Man. that rehab and everything. It. I've got friends that have gone uh-huh. through it. But if you're going to do it, do one at a time. Don't do them both at the same time. Oh, well, I'm not going to uh, do that, man. Oh, Lord. I don't think my wife could deal with me that long. (laughs) You know, I didn't have any shoulder issues till I fell and caught my elbow on my uh, running boards on my truck. Uh Uh, And that, you know, when we had that ice that time, you know, I got out of the truck, stuck the nozzle in the, in the tank. I'm filling up with diesel. I get back in the truck, stay warm. And when I went to get back out, man, I just, Man, I was wheels up, buddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, my neighbor Steve, yeah, you talk about weird. My neighbor Steve's weeding the other day and fell off the edge and broke his leg in three places. He's laying what? on the ground. Thank God. Yeah, this Steve, my one of my best friends, fireman. We we fish together all the time. So he's weeding in the backyard, steps off, breaks his leg in two places, broke both bones in his leg. He's laying there, cannot get up, can't even move. Thank God he had his his phone in his pocket. 
and he's an ex fireman, so he calls he calls the firehouse. This, he's buzzing, hey man, I'm in the yard, come get me. <laughs> so he calls nine one one, and they they put it, they drilled, they took his kneecap off and drilled a rod all the way through his leg to put his Ugh. foot back on the pins, and no cast. And I took him dinner last night. He's doing good, but you know stuff happens. It's just amazing how fast things happen when you get our age, you know. So. And, uh, of course, he's in great shape. So I surf with him all the time. I fish with him all the time. And he just came back from Costa Rica on a surf trip. He goes out in the backyard at 8 o'clock in the morning, weed in the yard, breaks his leg. Like, what? How, what, you know, what was how, how big a ledge did he step off of? He's, he's kind of got like a planter deal with those big old beans. And somehow he's he's kind of walking sideways and stepped. And somehow it cut all that weight on that foot and it buckled. And when it broke one bone, it broke the other femur bone. And the, the other one popped loose to the joint or something. So they had to oh, do that rod. Man. He's in recovery mode right now. I took him some food last night and take him a little That's breakfast nasty. this morning. I took him for a little ride on the beach yesterday, but, man, he's got cabin fever bad, you know. Oh, but yeah, you know, when a guy active like that gets laid up, uh-huh. it's, that's misery. Yeah, I can imagine me being laid up with a shoulder. What am I going to do out there? You know, I'll be out there trying to catch a fish with my foot. I don't want to be doing, you know, God almighty. Well, did y'all do any good the other day? Them. Well, yeah, we caught a few, but, man, there was this one-armed guy. He was nuking us. <laughs> I don't know what to do, man. That guy was catching uh, them. Hey, man, whatever it got to do, I can't even think about not fishing. God, what do you do in South Texas? Now you, you just fish? have to get you one of those uh, electric reels and do it all I'll with do one it if hand. I have to. Hey, there's a one-armed guy up here in Galveston. I fished next to him before, and he <laughs> – don't feel sorry for him because he's got one arm. That guy did it all. I mean, he, he I had one of those two electric reel, and buddy, he was a trout catching machine. And that was funny you said that because we talked, uh, me and the old guy, uh, Clark, the old guy, talked about everybody's nicknames, all the nicknames of all the old guys Smiley Davis, Dudai Bakers, and all those right. guys, and pull out Brett. Well, my God, we call him Pull Out because every time he called Trout, he goes, I had a big one, but he pulled out. So his name was Pull Out, you know. So <laughs> It's amazing, amazing. How he got Oreo. We had one guy they called Oreo because he had a pack of Oreos in his pocket, and he had black teeth all the time because he ate Oreos twenty four hours a day, and they called him Oreo. <laughs> but you know, Smiley David because he never quit smiling. You know, and it's, all those guys have passed away now. You know, then we had the pickle. We had this one guy Jim that never wore nothing but solid green, green shoes, green shirt. They called him the pickle. pickle. You know, just, just yeah, pickle. And then Doodah Baker because he whistled Doodah Doodah all day long. They called him Doodah Baker. But isn't it funny how you, I, I know you have the same thing where you have all your fishermen, the old timers, got nicknames for everybody. You know. Yeah, we've had a few we nicknamed Topper because boy, no matter what you did, he topped it. He, he topped always it. had yeah, oh, Topper. Yeah. Hey Topper, stuff. how you doing there this morning, Topper? Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Top of the morning to you, Topper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to ask anybody my name now. I'm afraid it can't be good. <laughs> you know, so I'm keep quiet and not ask nobody. <laughs> anyway, it's all good. But I'm going to go out and slam that surf this morning, see if I can get a big trout to hit the top water before it gets too crowded out there. We'll see what happens. I'll let you know. I'll send you a picture, hopefully. I'll be waiting patiently. All right. All First right. day I fish the surf and see how the shoulder works. We'll see what happens. Send me, send me some CPRs, catch, photo, and release. <laughs> That's what I'm doing, man. That's exactly what I'm doing right now. We, well, uh, it works. The fish clean table, yeah, the fish clean table is two and a half hours to get your fish clean. There's so many baskets of trout and drum with all the people fishing. If you come in after about 9 o'clock, you ain't going to get your fish clean unless you find it. There's hardly any public tables down here now. It's all professional cleaners. So if you want your fish clean quick, bring your ice chest and do it yourself. <laughs> there's, there's not much room at the marina. Man, Great. that's unreal. Maybe that's mm-hmm. the job I need. That's my retirement job, cleaning fish. <laughs> yeah. Trout only. 
<laughs> no rough yeah, I fish. Think you, I think you'd be pretty good. My luck would all be sheephead. So, I, I, you know, my luck would be at the best sheephead yeah, I'll have my to, life. Well, if they'll pay the price, I'll do it, but it's going to cost them clean sheephead oh for a Yeah, that's a dangerous thing to clean. It is. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's like cleaning armadillos. <laughs> Porcupine tough. armadillos. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, hey, man, I wish you all the best of luck in the surf this morning. Send me some photos if you get get you a good bite mm-hmm. going. But uh, if somebody wants to come down and fish with you, Cliff, hey, um, give them a number, man. All right, area. I'm in area code 361-949-0707. Appreciate you having me on, Mickey. Thanks, buddy. All right, Topper. <laughs> we'll see you. <laughs> all right, buddy. Thanks, Bubba. Hey, okay. see you, man. Later. All right, that's Captain Cliff Webb down in Corpus Christi. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everyone about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's from their tanks to your live well. That bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store. They have them on display. Plus, they even refill your bottles there for you. If you need more info on them, call Jason Cogburn at 281-701-8107. And with the weekend coming up, you're looking for wild-caught Gulf seafood? Hey, they got it at Boyd's. Those big 912s, those wild-caught Gulf shrimp, they're fresh, and the price is right. So, Call them at 409-945-4001 or check them out at boydsonestop.com. When you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 636 here in the Bayou City on this Saturday morning, 4th of July weekend, kicking off. All right, no better way to kick off the last segment than with Captain Blaine Frymuth from Baytown, Mr. Baytown himself. Blaine, what's up, man? Good morning, everybody. How you doing, brother? This is not a good day for me to not be booked. I am not booked, and I am sitting on my upper deck. It's calm, isn't it? 
<laughs> Trinity Bay, it's calm. I'm looking down at the spillway. Nobody's at the spillway yet. Nobody's at McCullum Park wade fishing. I guess nobody knew that it was going to be calm this morning. It's beautiful. So we've been fighting well, it, shucks. fighting it. Yeah, man. And, uh, man, the water's actually must have, must have got calm earlier because the water's green right here in front of my house right this second. Well, uh, last night it laid down it, as the darkness kept appearing, yep. the lower the wind got. And <laughs> Man. I'm showing at your house right now, you have a west wind at 2. No wonder there's no wind. It's coming off the bank right here. Yeah. and it, uh, Well, I'm looking wow. down at Galveston, southwest at 2. And uh, Eagle Point, it's west at 3. Morgan's wow. Point, it's all the, <laughs> all the south, people southwest right at now 6. Are... At Morgan's look, Point. look how lucky all those people are right now. It's calm. It's crazy. Well, the, these these weekenders deserve it. They got them a long weekend, and uh, hopefully catch a lot of fish and have a good time. Good. They can, it's about time. They can ain't spread it? out. Yeah. Yep. They all can spread out and go wherever they want to go this morning. Maybe the offshore people can go get a, a good lick on them too. Boldly you know? go where no fisherman's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Mickey, I've had a. a a roller coaster ride this week. I went down to the ranch on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. We we took grain down to. I know you've been feeders. burning it up, buddy. And y'all think it's hot here? Wait, that no. front porch of our ranch was 115 at four o'clock in the afternoon, and that is so oh, it's, it's a dry heat. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it's hotter there. Oh yeah, it's a lot better with the dry heat, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, hot Man. is hot no matter what. <laughs> we couldn't we couldn't work. We couldn't drive around the trucks. It was just too hot. So for about three hours every afternoon, we just stayed inside. And those trailer houses would not cool down. It at midnight you could finally go to sleep in our trailer houses when it calm you know cool down enough to, to let you go to bed. So, That's hot. Let's don't complain about this stuff here, y'all, until you go down there where all those people are. Man, what a crazy time it is. Well, man. Cliff was, you know, I was just talking to Cliff Webb. He was telling me he fished every day in this heat wave. And, uh, I mean, it's been, you know, like over 100 every day and the heat index like 115. I mean, every single day. Yeah. Well, when you're on the water, people don't realize this. It's a lot cooler when you're on the water than on land. Just like every day when I come into Thompson's, it's not that bad in the water, but the minute we hit that dock, it just, you know, it jumps up 15 degrees. So yeah, it, it, it kills does. you once you hit the land. But we had a good week and then a bad week and then a good week fishing. It was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, on, uh, I can't remember what day. I guess it was on Thursday. We got out there and everywhere we stopped was good fishing. We were using live bait. We caught trout everywhere. I said, look at this. And I fished upstream because it was windy. And there was no boats, no boats anywhere, and it was it was just great. We I only had two guys, but it was so much fun because everywhere we stopped, we caught some fish, yeah, uh, trout, nice trout too. I don't know if those those surf runners y'all been talking about coming from Galveston or what, but we loaded back up with fish upstream. No, so. that's them saying yeah. just in a watershed fish. They just they may move around. I don't know. We haven't bit, had them though. They they've been gone. Well, we they just came back because the water got salty. How do they know to come back? Because the water's salty. They follow it. <laughs> so those little pet fish that I have, they, they leave, and then they know how to come right back home, huh? Yeah, I wonder who, exactly. Who taught them how to do that? Yeah, I don't think them <laughs> tide runners go that far. I really don't. But anyway, we had a really good catch on Thursday. We caught, caught a limited trout really easily, handily, and then we caught three good keeper reds and three really nice big flounder. 
and I got to move around and, and just try all my stuff. And everywhere I stopped was good. I mean, there was fish everywhere. It was great. So then yesterday, was yesterday Friday? Yeah. Friday, went back to the same old stuff, same places. I said, man, this is going to be so easy, guys. Y'all aren't going to believe it. I had really good fishermen, and we could not catch them. Every spot we stopped, we just would get little bites and nibbles. And, you know, we're throwing croakers, too. If you're throwing croakers and you know that the fish are there and you can't get them, they just didn't bite. So I probably missed I probably missed 10 or 12 trout myself yesterday, but we couldn't catch no reds. We couldn't catch no flounders. You know, none of the trout that were in the places were, they weren't there or they weren't biting. Who knows? But anyway, we only ended up with six trout yesterday and, and uh, two reds. So, and we fished hard. So, you know, still that kind of a get them today and don't get them tomorrow. So, yeah. I don't understand it, but all I do is just keep fishing. Luckily, I got customers that want to go. And uh, we, you know, we get rewarded some days, and some days all we do is just practice. But it looks I good. Water that. looks good. Water looks good upstream. It just, but I'm telling you, we we've, we've been struggling up there. It hadn't been that good, and all of a sudden, this they just turned on. I guess the tides got right and everything on, on uh, Thursday. But the tides were very similar yesterday. You know, one day's difference. It wasn't much difference in the tide, but maybe it was just enough. I don't know. I don't know. All I do is I fish hard every day, and when we get them, we get them. When we don't, we don't, and I can't understand why we don't because I'm, I'm a world champion fisherman. You know that, don't you? Oh, I've always known that. <laughs> you don't have to tell me that. <laughs> I do not know why those fish are not biting some days, but anyway, still lots of gaff top. Mickey, we caught one uh day before yesterday that was – probably six pounds or better and, and he wasn't entered and i said that that i said that fish right there would be worthy of us going weighing that fish in he goes well i'm not entered in, in the contest said, okay but uh i know he was over six pounds well that would so, be leading yeah oh yeah yeah i think five something i'm fixing to go to it right now since you brought it up and we will just check out these nice gas tops <laughs> one of the guys yeah. I had yesterday, they, they fished with me once or twice a year, and they're really good fishermen. He caught the biggest sheephead of his life yesterday. He said, I've never caught one that big. I said, I, that's not going to win you anything, buddy. That's a, a, like a 10 or 11 pounders winning on the sheephead division. But we had one. He was 14 is leading Gav Top in the open division. Uh, kids, uh, a, uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I see it here. 5'8. So you got a five fourteen and a five eight and a five three in those divisions leading it. So you bust six yep. pounds, you better weigh it in if you're in it, you know. Well, there you go. There's another one of my customers that would be in the, in contention, and that this has happened for twenty something years in my boat. People it never fail. A, a lot of people just don't know about the tournament, and a lot of people just they only go fishing How can one they time. Not? Well, I guess they don't fish enough. I mean, anybody that no. fishes knows about Star. I mean, well. My the way my clientele is, Mickey. I have a, a lot of good customers that fish a lot, but they send different people fishing. Right. You know, they they book a lot of trips, but and most of the customers I get get to fish once or twice a year. So you know, they just it's, they're just not that kind of go ten times a year kind of clients. So anyway, so there goes another one. You know that would well would that sheephead that uh, was leading for a, quite a while at nine eight Javier Abanza of Baytown. <laughs> Had it, but now it's an eleven eleven. John Cornelius of Deer Park. That's what I heard. 
that weighed in at Linda's Sylvan Beach bait and tackle, so that was up our way. Well, all of yep. them have been weighed in there because I think that's the only weigh-in place up our way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, the biggest sheephead that guy's ever caught in his life yesterday was probably just six-something. So, yeah. But he was oh, a giant. Yeah. He was a big boy. He filled the net up when you net him, you know. So right. can you imagine what an 11-pounder looks like? My I'm goodness. telling you. Looked like a big old <laughs> snapper with stripes on him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, black drum, this was going to be a hard one to beat. Uh, a legal black drum, sixteen fifteen is leading it. That's a big one. That's only, what's that, 28 inches long? It's got to be up to 28. Uh, 30 inches, I believe. 30 on wow. uh, on drum. And then, yeah. you know, twelve seven was leading it. But uh, those big drum, yeah. those big fat drum are coming from over Sabine Way. Uh, oh, they were all yeah. weighed in in uh, at Sportsman Supply over there. So, you know, it's something to where the the fish are the food source to make them fat. You know, all these redfish tournaments we've been chasing our whole lives. You got to find those fat, short redfish to win. So exactly. it's the same thing with the drum or anything else. You know, you got, it's it's wherever those fish are eating, and most of the time they're eating shad that makes them fat. Right. So you know, shrimp don't fatten up a fish that much but you know that's good food but it's not a fattening food but a, a shad or mullet those are the ones that makes these fish m- i knew i should went on a shrimp diet <laughs> <laughs> oh man well, anyway. <laughs> south texas looks good mickey despite 115 degrees every day it's still green but we are withering away we planted a 40 acre food plot earlier in the year and it came up with all kinds of good stuff. We had seven different kind of stuff in there with millet and sorghum and sunflowers and beans and I mean all it was a seven seven seed mix of wildlife food. But uh it all came up, it's all about three foot tall and it's just all drooping and withering away because we have zero rain now in the last month, not a drop. And southwest wind down there is just like here. It's a dry wind coming out of Mexico, and there's no humidity mm-hmm. in the morning, so everything's just dying off, man. It's, it's you know, Mother Nature gives it to you, and she takes it away. You know, how tough are those animals down there to just live oh. through a summer? Just one summer oh, in South yeah. Texas. It's just uh, crazy. Yeah, well. Well, they've adapted to it. That's you know, yeah, they, they wouldn't be mean, there if they could. And I've it. been down there hunting at your place. You got millions of animals and uh when it's real, real cold, they don't move as good. I don't think they like that real cold weather. No, absolutely not. They they do more in a hundred degree temperature than they do in forty degree temperature. Right. Uh, so it's hundred degrees every day down there. You ought to see all the pairs of doves down there, Mickey, not just on our ranches, but everywhere. The doves nested in South Texas, and I'm telling you, it is crazy. Everywhere you go, it's just birds everywhere, you know, pairs. Right. I I would, just to estimate, and I don't know this for a fact, but I bet we have 50,000 pairs of doves on our property. Goodness. It's just everywhere, doves, and and the water holes in the afternoons, it looks like Argentina. Those doves come in and get them a drink and go back to their nests. Unbelievable. You know, it's not far away a couple of months, and everybody will be busting doves. I mean, it, Oh, I know. Man, it's just <laughs> here we are July 1st. By, doesn't it? We got July, August, and September. We got less than 90 days away from people starting to hunt birds again. Yep. Crazy. And we haven't had that good of a fishing season this year because we've had so much wind up here. We, could, we have not been able to get out on the open bays up here 
not 10% of the time, this whole season. I know. But when it's we do, we've us. done good, yeah. you know, when it's calm and, and yeah. the water's green. Oh, yeah. Those guys down in Galveston and the, the fish down south don't know how lucky they got it with that big wall of land down there protecting from south wind. Yeah, that's, that's exactly but, right. By the time their south wind hits here, it's blowing 30 miles an hour, and it comes all the way from Galveston with nothing to stop the wind. Nope. We've been just chocolate milk mud up here in Trinity Bay, and that's, you know, this is our home, and that's, that's what I've told a million times. Why were you and I born here instead of down in Corpus Christi? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Tell everybody about all them bull sharks you got in. You got a calm day last week oh. went up in front of the spillway, and, I mean, just spooling everything. Uh, I wish anybody wants to catch sharks needs to come up here to the spillway. <laughs> it's full of bull sharks. We threw out, you know, and we hadn't been able to get up here, and we figured there's some trout out front. And I had some guys that wanted to fish the star tournament, and they still got I don't think anybody's caught the redfish that they've tagged up here. Anyway, there's only been four tagged reds weighed in so far. There's only four on the board for the whole coast. Wow. One in Port O'Connor, one up here at Linda's, one at Surfside Marina. Well, make that two because a blue tag was caught and weighed in at Surfside. So that's only four tags. That's crazy. Well, once again, we've had real nasty weather all since the the tournament started before everybody can't spread out and get to them. Sure. There's going to be somebody, they, they probably let two of them up here go with the spillway. I'm almost sure they always do. So, you know, Remember that day we one. were up there fishing in front of the spillway, <laughs> drifting out of there, and that guy come running out of there in his boat. I got him, I got him. Remember <laughs> he was yelling screaming. and screaming? <laughs> he <laughs> did, he got red. it. <laughs> <laughs> Caught it on a dead shrimp up against the wall. I'm going to go get my trucking boat. <laughs> yep, he did. He got him one, too. Yep. That was a good deal. Very cool. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's calm now. I don't know when it's going to stay calm. I don't, I'm don't. i ready for it, too. Maybe with this, uh, whatever kind of rain is going to come in here, maybe that will calm it down and change the pattern for us a little bit. Well, I'm ready. I'm ready <clears throat> yeah. and waiting. Okay. Man. It's, uh, well, looks like a little it's relief good. in sight next week. Uh yeah, we're supposed to hit 98 today, 97 tomorrow, 96 Monday, then 94 Tuesday, 93, 92, 92. That's, that's doable. And, uh, oh, yeah. Our biggest rain chances are showing Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday this upcoming week, 60, 70, and 60%. So, hey. Well, it, it must be going to reach all the way down South Texas because I'm, I'm looking at the forecast because we're all going down to the ranch that week towards the end of that week, and it's pretty heavy chance of rain down there too so it must be coming from it's not coming from the north it's got to be coming from the pacific or something Probably like that the pacific you know yeah whatever just you know as long as we have hope zero percent chance for, for 10 days like we've had is not a good deal but no. when you got 50 percent thrown in there somewhere everybody's you know starts getting happier so, especially in is, south texas is it false hope or true hope <laughs> yeah no kidding but it's hope. Well, yeah, just hope. We got a chance. We have a chance. Right. <laughs> well. But we'll I'm uh, I'm going to pick back up in the morning, Mickey, and go back out and see if I can't grab a few fish. And I've got, you know, lots of just uh, fun trips coming up here, family and friends and that between now and 4th of July. So we're going to go make a little quick gilligan tour little three-hour tour around the bay and see if we can't pick up a few fish enough for a fish fry and then come on in before it gets hot because i got some women and kids yeah 
it's gonna be, it'll be fun though. I like it. I like taking the kids out and go whack a few fish real quick and get some smiles on them and then fillet them up for them. Yeah, get back okay. in. We're gonna use before it gets too hot. We're gonna use live bait just to so make sure the kids will catch something. Live right. shrimp is kind of tough right now, but it it works. But if you like to catch hardheads every cast, the hardheads moved in good. Oh, there's um, no shortage of them. Boy, them catfish, yep. hardheads, and gaff top. We got. And I, every day, I, every day I tell the customers, Mickey, y'all, we're gonna let's throw out right here, and you're you're gonna catch a gaff top. And they throw out if it's if it's over five foot of water, you're gonna catch a gaff top. And sometimes less than that. And I said, right now I can move thirty miles, and when you throw out in five foot of water, you're gonna catch a gaff top. Uh uh Oh, yeah. Watch this. So I'll, I'll move. I did it the other day. I went all the way above I-10, way up the San Jacinto River, threw out right along the edge of the river channel, gaff top, every cast. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. And you can, go, you can go 40 miles back here to the spillway in two foot of water and catch a gaff top every cast. So how many gaff top are there in this world? They're everywhere. And, and where do they go? When, when they leave, where do they go? Go to the Gulf. But the one bad thing that happened yesterday, Mickey, we caught our first skipjack upstream. I said, Uh oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. I guess all their bells have been catching them everywhere, but we they had head to them rivers, man. Yeah. I guess they spawn up there too. Maybe that's yeah. that's where all the gaff tops they go upstream to spawn. Yeah, that's what they're doing. It's uh pretty soon we'll be catching those uh big males with the uh eggs in their mouth. They'll hold those eggs till they hatch in their mouth and let them swim out. Oh, that's such a terrible deal. With oh, people man. always when shaking they throw it them all the over boat. your boat. Them little those round yellow marbles. eggs, and if you oh, it's terrible. They look like marbles all over the bottom of your yeah, boat. Yeah, they do. They will roll around too until you step on one. Then you really got a mess. Let this heat dry that on there. You need a chisel to get it up. Oh yeah. Well. Well, I wish I was out there right now. As tired as I am, I wish I was there just so I could go on a smooth boat ride. Hey, hey. Well, yeah, the boat ride. But, hey, no matter how much you go, you can't catch them all. You just can't catch them all. Well, uh, Remember when old-timers I... used to tell us that? Man, you guys yeah. are killing yourself. You're not going to catch all them fish out there. <clears throat> oh, I remember that, Mickey. You and I started at them, hitting them pretty hard when we were 15 years old, and you knew earlier than that because your parents took you fishing when you were young. But, my goodness, we've been trying to catch them, every one of them, for a long, long time. You just can't I'll do tell it. You, I've, uh... Hurricane Harvey did it for us, though, didn't it? Woo! Oh. That was a tough one. <clears throat> we had things going our way until Hurricane Harvey hit, and it's just Boy, we've never been the same since then. So if no. people only knew how easy it used to be, and these kids growing up now, they're – buying these $100,000 boats and going out there and catching five trout, and they are very happy because they don't know what it used to be. <laughs> no, they don't know what the good life was. They uh, they think this now is just, uh, what do they say, epic, epic. Yep, epic. But it's going to come back, you know. Hopefully before we die, things will be back. You know, the, the juvenile fish are coming on strong, so if we can just leave them alone, and let let those fish get everywhere. The more eggs we got, the more fish we got, the more they spread out, and that's good because there's a lot of fish out there people don't ever get to fish for. Well, they don't find. Mother Nature saves a lot of them for us. It sure has for this summer for me. It's saved yeah. lots of fish's lives, so I can't get out of that open bay and get them where we know we need to get them this time of year. 
Well, well, I'll stay in touch with you this weekend. Okay. I'm, I'm just uh, kind of been laying low with this hot weather. Do work early in the mornings and late in the evening. Just kind of lay up in the middle of the day. Well, if I don't have to fish too long, I can do some of that social activity. Come around to all the neighborhood and see all you guys. That's you it. and we'll Raz and all the bunch. Make the rounds. Head down to Raz's and Sammy's and, you know, yep. make the loop. Yep. <laughs> all right, Blaine. Well, hey, if somebody wants to come go fishing with you, give them a number, my friend. Call me at 713-703-6656. We also have some good open weekends for dove hunting. People better start thinking about it real soon. It's time it's to go. right around the corner. Be here before you know it. There you go. All right, Mickey. All right, buddy. Thank you. See you. Later, man. Bye-bye. Thank you, Blaine. Bye-bye. All right. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning bright and early, 4 a.m., right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.